and welcome back to the Engage 8 podcast here with Sam Clay and Jack Sargent again. I uh, had him on a couple of weeks ago. Say what's up, fellas. What up? Uh, Sam Clay uh, recently committed to Devonport University for baseball, so congratulations to you, Sam. Thank you, thank you. Uh, today we're going to be uh, talking about the uh, conference championship games coming up this Friday and Saturday, uh, the four big ones for uh, playoff implications mainly seeding or maybe Ohio State jumps in if uh, TCU or USC loses. Uh, we're going to start off with the game on Friday night at 8 o'clock. We got uh, number 11 Utah versus number 4 USC on uh, Fox at 8 o'clock on Friday night. Uh, anyone want to start with a take on this? Okay. Um, there's right, better no. USC. Why are they ranked fourth? What? what, do you, what, I'm, what do I'm just you? saying. If they win this game and they make playoffs, I don't think they should be in it. Who USC? Yes, I'll take. I I I severely disagree with you. I don't think I'll take. I don't. Caleb Williams is nasty, bro. You should just watch him for a game. Not bro. just that. I mean, okay, I get it. Defensively, like they rely on turnovers and at an extreme rate, but offensively, <laughs> like they've been able to score like forty points every game, pretty much with ease or near forty points. Yeah, Caleb Williams is actually like defense like Georgia. They're scoring like ten. Their defense can't do anything against it. I mean, yeah, but it's Georgia. I'm just thinking. I don't know because I mean Georgia's like I mean I guess against Tennessee, but uh, Caleb Williams is a way different. That whole offense is schemed way differently than uh, Tennessee's offense, the USC offense. They got so many playmakers out there. And uh, Williams, Addison, Jones as their running back, who just had like 150 yards against Notre Dame, which is not a bad defense. And then, uh, obviously, Caleb Williams is the best player on that field at all times. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, Jack, I think your take sucked. Okay. And I think – going to win, but they're going to get embarrassed in the playoffs. It's just – No, and not even that, bro. Like, I think Utah is good. Like, I think they always show up at the end of the year. Okay, like uh, in the Rose Bowl last year. All right, let, let's uh, let's break this down. Let's break down the game that happened uh, earlier this season uh, between USC and Utah. Utah ended up winning at home, forty-three to forty-two, in an uh, overtime. Oh, not not in an overtime thriller, but uh, to the end of the fourth quarter. But I mean, USC had the control of this game uh, until about the last three minutes. And Cam Rising, I mean, he put through 30 for 44, 415, 9.4 yards per uh, attempt and two touchdowns while also running, rushing for 60 yards and having three touchdowns. I don't think you, I don't think you can have that same type of game against this, uh, good of a team in USC twice. I don't think that that's going to happen for this, uh, Utes uh, for this offense. Uh, Dalton can, Kincaid, uh, their leading receiving their receiver uh, leader, he's a tight end on the team, and he this game he had 16 receptions for 234 yards and a touchdown. I just don't. It's kind of like what I said about the Michigan game. I, I mean, I don't know. Utah's still a good team, but I don't think they replicate this level of play again in a game against uh, USC. No, I agree, and I think that the out of all four of the games we're picking today. I think that this will be the best one. I'm That's my take. gonna disagree with you, but we'll get into that a little bit in a little yeah, bit. Agree as well. <laughs> Did you say you disagree too? You laugh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Why well, can't we argue about that in a little bit? 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I mean, Cam Rising, uh, the game after, he did not play against uh, Washington State, and he's been kind of playing not like a bum, but like he's not been the same caliber of a quarterback that he was earlier in the season, especially in this USC game. I agree. Ready? Score prediction, 42 USC, 27 Utah. There okay. you go. Jack? Jack, what you think? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go with the upset. Utah? I don't know what. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say thirty eight twenty nine. Thirty eight twenty nine. Or they didn't get twenty nine. Utah. Explain to me that. Explain, Explain it. Explain to me that, Jack. I got a feeling, bro. I don't know. That's what it is. No, no, no. Just I've me. seen Utah before. They're flashy. You no, I'm not saying Okay, hands. listen. I'm not saying your pick's wrong. I'm saying what points are they gonna score and they're gonna put up twenty nine points. Just tell me. What are you talking about? Like, what points in football are going to add up to 29? You tell me right now. Field goals, safeties, all that stuff. So, okay, I I get – let me uh, cut in here. So, theoretically, let's say uh, USC scores 27 points because they get two field goals and a – what it Three tutties. Three tutties, yeah, and then they get a safety or – You just take the safety at the end. Yeah, or – well, they, for whatever reason, go. they miss like an extra point and they have to go for two. Instead of getting 31, they get 29. I mean, that's that's how it could go. I'm not I'm not predicting that whatsoever, but I see what Jack is trying to say. It's going to be a weird one. It's going to be a weird one. It's going to be a good game, but a weird one. I think USC wins this game uh, 42 to 34. I think it's a close game to the end, but I think once gonna- USC reaches 40, I don't think Cam Rising is going to be able to elevate in the fourth quarter the way he once did. Just because of his uh, injuries, and he's just not a, as effective as a runner as of recent. As he, I don't even think he's reached over fifty yards in the last couple of games. So, I agree, but we all, we can all agree it's going to be a shootout, correct? Yes, I, I okay. U.S. Yeah, I mean, I U, Utah's pass defense is good, but USC's still got an amazing run offense, and uh, USC is just very they they only force turnovers. They can't put stops together against a half decent team. So, hundred percent. All right, uh, let's move on to the Big 12 championship game. We got Kansas State playing uh, TCU at noon at AT&T Stadium, where the Cowboys play, at 12 o'clock on uh, ABC. Uh, I kind of want to start with something here. Uh, when TCU played uh, Kansas State, Kansas State was up 28-10 to 10 in their game, and then Will Howard and uh, Adrian Martinez ended up being injured in that game. So they were playing with whatever their third string quarterback is. Honestly, couldn't tell you his name. And then TCU was able to run away with the win because, you know, they, they were the better team at that point because most teams, third string quarterbacks, last year, Ohio State, like 2015 with Cardell Jones, isn't as quality as your first and second string quarterbacks. So what I'm implying here is I think Kansas State's going to win this game, honestly. Uh, I mean – TCU, what have they played? Five, four or five ranked teams. Uh, at think. the at the time of them playing ranked teams, uh, they played eighteen Oklahoma, which they're okay. Nineteen Kansas, which they're all right. Eight Oklahoma State, who we found out just had a terrible second half of the season. They played they they beat Kansas State earlier, scoring uh, twenty eight unanswered points in that game, winning thirty eight to twenty eight. But like I said, the backup quarterback and all of mm-hmm. that stuff and then they beat number 18 texas which i thought they legitimately won that game defensively which is something they really haven't done all year so 
And Texas is a pretty good offensive team, as we saw versus Baylor and other games. So with Quinn Ewers. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. TCU's last game, they beat Iowa State 62-14. to 14. So, and Iowa State's given teams in the Big 12 problems all oh, year. Nice. So, uh, I don't I don't know what to think. Uh, I just, I think Kansas State's going to win this game. I don't know. I just feel really confident in Will Howard. And I know uh, Adrian Martinez is available, but this team has been way more su- successful when uh, Will Howard has been uh, receiving the play calls and uh, taking snaps behind the quarterback or behind the center playing quarterback. I like their running back too, Kansas State. He's kind of sweet. Uh, Deuce Vaughn? Yeah, the little one. Yeah, he's like 5'6", but he's yeah, like pretty him. elusive out there. So, so you're saying yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, Jack, you got a shot at college football being 5'6". Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> we're, we're in. We're in. Uh, I think also uh, people aren't going to realize that TCU is probably going to keep it on the ground with uh, Kendra Miller. He has only uh, 35 yards less than Deuce Vaughn on uh, – 46 less carries and he also has nine more rushing touchdowns but deuce vaughn's also way more effective in the passing game as well so gotta take that into account uh i don't what are you guys predictions for this game it's a hard one it really is i agree being ranked teams but most of those teams that were ranked they're not ranked anymore or they're like you know their ranks dropped a lot. Yeah, I, well, I, I totally I agree on that. I don't know. Put them. They've had close games with teams they shouldn't have close games with. They've had great games against teams that you know probably should have been closer. So I, I don't know. They're a weird team. Kansas State's three losses are to uh, Tulane, which is a top twenty-five team right now and is uh, playing the American Championship. Oh, uh, and then they obviously lost to TCU, and their other losses are. Uh, seven point loss against Texas, but Texas is also a very good team. They've just been yep. hit or miss at times at this season. So I don't know. Uh, I'm, this is a 50 game, I think. I think it's good. I just think it's going to be uh, dependent on the ground games for each team. Both running backs are probably one of the most, are probably the biggest um, weapons in their offense. So I don't know. And uh, I think Will Howard uh, is going to lead to Kendra Miller getting more uh, touches this game because I don't think they're going to play Adrian Martinez. I mean, I think it's going to come to the passing game. Both the rush, both the rushing team, like, you know, game's good, but right. it's going to come who passes better, who has bigger plays. Yeah, I could see that also. I think TCU wins this one in a thriller. What do you think, the uh, score prediction? Mm. I'm going to go 31-34. 31-34. Jack? I'm taking TCU to win. I don't know. I think, I don't, I think I don't they know. got too much to lose. They're a top-four team. They got to make the college football playoffs. They got too yeah. much to lose. Have they, have they ever made it before? Uh, yeah, they made it that one year. I believe, yeah. It was like, I think it was 2016. It's when they. I'm pretty sure they had Gary Patterson and... I don't know if it was Deshaun Kaiser or someone else, but they had like some really like crazy athletic quarterback, so... You know, I think I'm going to go for a low score. I'm going to say 31-21 TCU. Uh, I'm going to take Kansas State in a 28-23 win. I think this game, I don't know. I think if this game goes over 30, though, I'm taking TCU. They got the better passing attack with uh, Quentin Johnson and, like, Tay Barber and stuff like that. If it turns into a shootout, TCU wins. If, If it's a close game, Kansas State has more of a chance. Right. All right, uh, moving on to uh, the number one team playing uh, number 14 LSU on CBS at 4 o'clock. We got 
obviously the Georgia Bulldogs and the LSU Tigers. Uh, LSU with a really disappointing loss to Texas A&M. And then Georgia uh, played Georgia Tech, which uh, I kind of uh, told the wrong information. There was reports on Willie Fritz from Tulane to be the next head coach at Georgia Tech. But instead, Georgia Tech um, promoted Brent Key, who was the interim head coach for, I believe, the last eight games of their season. They went 4-4. Four and four. So he is now going to be the head coach of the Yellow Jackets. So whatever insider from Georgia Tech reported that information, screw you. Uh, you <laughs> made me report the wrong thing. So, uh, But Brent Key is going to be the new uh, head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Just thought we would bring that up since Georgia's uh, previous opponent was the Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech. So I don't know. I honestly, like LSU does this thing where they look really good one week, like when they played Bama, and then the next game they just look terrible against Arkansas. I don't know what to think. I think Georgia can honestly just shut this team down in the first quarter, and yeah, I, end I, up, I, end, I end up turning this game off in the second quarter and watch Tulane and UCF. I don't I think, think. Georgia can't lose. Georgia can't lose. I agree. They're just they're, they're, they're that in this year. They are like hands down. Like they're just Bowser's just too good. You mean Bowers? It's Bowser. <laughs> he literally is built like Bowser. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you know who like is Bowser. built like Bowser? Freaking Darnell Washington, the other, the 6'3", tight end. I don't know. Georgia's just got a different breed out there. Uh, Stetson Bennett's just the man. Yeah, I think Stetson Bennett's honestly progressed as a quarterback this year. I don't think by much. I don't think he's going to be a you know an NFL draft prospect or anything, but in terms of being a college quarterback, he's Three definitely – He's taken that next step into leading. It wasn't him uh, relying on the run game as much. Like in that game against Tennessee early on, he was throw he was just slinging the ball and looked confident yeah. in the throws that he was making. So I don't know. Uh, I think Jane Daniels, uh, Emery Jones, Kayshawn Boudé, uh, Neighbors, you know, these guys on LSU are really good. I just think also uh, they are just kind of a young team still trying to find an identity in the uh, sec with brian kelly and i mean they've gotten big wins this year but um obviously you've seen when they played at 10 i feel like this team just quits when it uh it just doesn't face adversity real well you I mean you look at the game versus tennessee you look at the game versus texas a&m it's just i feel like uh their characters are they got to be within one possession or it's just not for them they just if Georgia gets a lead, they're they're done. Yeah, I think yeah, Georgia. I think it's really hard. If you're gonna be at Georgia, you gotta be. You gotta That's be firing on all cylinders. So yep, you gotta you gotta beat them at the end. Yeah, I don't think I'll do that. Uh, this game playing also being in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, also is gonna be really helpful. They uh they played oh. the game against Oregon too, in that uh when they played them in week one. So oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just I, I'm pretty confident in this Georgia team. I know they don't look great last week, but I also think they were looking ahead for the uh, SEC championship game as well. Because I also don't think they predicted that LSU was gonna get upset by a Jimbo led or yeah Jimbo led uh, team that uh, somehow scored over thirty points, which is the only time they did it to an FBS opponent all year. So. <laughs> Which is really sad, but there's already been a lot of, like, uh, I've been keeping up with the portal and stuff, and, like, a bunch of Texas A&M guys are already transferring out. They've got, like, a couple D linemen, and then I think they, I know their kicker transferred out for whatever reason, because that's just a big deal. 
and then uh, they had a couple of skilled players transfer out as well. So they're uh, they're top recruits from this last. I don't think it's more of the 2021 class that they had, but a lot of guys are transferring out. Uh, the Thornton kid from Oregon, he's the number one guy that I've been paying attention to. He's like six four, six five, and he uh, he had like he's a big play guy that gets downfield, kind of a deep threat. So watch out for where he goes. The rumor's been. Uh, usc for next season which would be like wow they had another top receiver weapon potentially so oh well Um, zach brown oh yeah yeah and then uh okay uh i guess i'll bring up kate mcmara when we talk michigan but what do you think this uh score prediction of this uh georgia lsu game is 38 17 all right Mm. 31-17. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go 35-14. I just don't think LSU moves the ball very yeah. well. Uh they're pretty dependent on their ground game and I feel like Georgia's DBs are just going to shut down the pass game cuz Jaden Daniels isn't the most elite passer. That Georgia D-line is scary. Yeah, I mean, uh, the game's the Georgia. honest Georgia wins the game at the line of scrimmage and they honestly they're be- in terms I mean, of they, they can fill holes. They can fill holes. Yeah. They're just a really good coach team that has the best one of the best athletes in the uh, country. And, yeah, they're they're used to this. Yeah. They, it's nothing well, they do this. Uh and then our last game, eight o'clock on Fox, we got Purdue versus Michigan. Michigan obviously picking up the big win against Ohio State. Ohio State looking for either USC or TCU to get blown out or USC to lose to sneak into that college uh, football playoff race or sneak into the college football playoff, uh, which is uh, it's the selection shows this Sunday at 12, I think on ESPN, but uh, apparently it's going for four hours. So I'm going to do a reaction to that at uh, like around six o'clock. So anyways, uh, Michigan, I feel like Purdue's got really no chance. Purdue relies on big plays from Aiden O'Connell and their uh, receiver Jones. So I, I barely watched Purdue this year, honestly. I've watched them play a couple. I watched when they played Penn State week one, and then I've watched a couple uh, condensed games. Uh, I don't think they're that good of a team this year, uh, but obviously they won the Big Ten West, which isn't really that hard. I don't know. But I think Michigan honestly just controls this game in the first or second quarter. They put in the backups and get ready for the college football playoff. Yeah. I mean, I think Purdue – Put all the stuff away. Put all your equipment away. Don't play the game. Get ready for basketball season. I mean, they they, 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 they did uh, beat Gonzaga um, by like twenty I did, points. Dude, they've been balling. Yeah, they're a really they're, good team. That's why I'm thinking you just you, you get rid of the football program. Just just you know, I knew early. Dude, but they're the spoiling <laughs> makers, bro. They spoiled. Yeah, I mean, what they're I, known he, for. you remember they did, that? They did State last year, they did it to them. They also yeah, did I, it to Ohio State uh, a few years yeah, ago. They're, they're like, just a spoiler maker. Yeah. So, I mean, Every yeah, Michigan should win. dominate this game, but you just can't never count out the spoiler makers. I don't know. Uh, the, I, I just I don't think also like that team last year. I feel like was way more talented. Uh, with like uh, what was his face? Uh, 
Carl Aftis, the uh, edge rusher that went in, I believe, the first round of the NFL draft. Like, I just don't think they have a player on defense that's going to really stop Michigan at all. So they got to really be firing in all cylinders on offense, and I just don't think their ground game is uh, good enough to really uh, be consistent against the Wolverines. But I could definitely could see that happening. I think Purdue could give them trouble early, though, but I just don't think Purdue can yeah. play a complete game. But I don't know. Crazier things have happened, so we'll see. I mean, I didn't think LSU was going to get dominated by Texas a and but here we are. So anything can happen, I guess. So I never can rule oh, no anything doubt. out, but I just think uh, Michigan, I, I just don't see them blowing it here. I think even if they do lose this game, though, they're probably still in regardless. Oh, 100% they have to be. Uh, score predictions for this game? I'm going to go a little right here. No, Michigan, you said it. They should win. They have every – they're better at Purdue in every single category. Spoiler makers. You know what? Blowout game, 48-21. All right. Uh, I'm going to take – I'm going to take – yeah, Michigan. Yeah, forty-two to twenty-four. Michigan rolls, but we got a celeb pick. Gannon on the mic said the spoiler makers are winning this one. Mm, interesting. Interesting pick. No, no doubt about. Definitely it. Definitely biased towards uh, his commitment for uh, Michigan State. Definitely a little biased, <laughs> but you know. Hey, I mean, you hey, did to us last year. It's happening this year. Yeah, for real. I hope it could, so. It could. Uh, definitely could. Hey, go Spartans, boys. Yeah, uh, definitely got to just root for basketball now because they're definitely they can't get the basketball it. team's pretty sweet this year, though. Yeah, uh, hopefully Jaden Akins and uh, Malik Hall become healthy again soon, so they don't get so they can play. I don't know. It's just uh, when they played Alabama, they just could not play in the second half. I just think their guys were gassed and. Didn't really want to play in the second half. Um, I mean, they Jay Nake, I don't know. I feel like Jay Nakins is a really important piece on that team. And Mooley Call has been kind of – he's been playing since a freshman. Like, I remember when they played uh, Kentucky in the State Farm Classic like three years ago. Uh, like, he was a big part of that game. Or maybe it was against Seton Hall. I don't remember. But, like, I, I really liked that Spartans team where they had Cassius. Xavier Tillman, Malik Hall was a young guy on the roster that like Kenny Goy. COVID never came. They're winning. That. Yeah, I think like I think they're uh, winning that game. But stay on football uh, related. Uh, I think Michigan's uh, gonna win forty-five to seventeen. That's that's my prediction. Purdue's coming in hot. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of transfer portal news. Uh, Hudson Card uh, from Texas. He backed up Quinn Ewers this year and got to play in games because Quinn Ewers ended up going down with an injury. Played in the end of that Alabama game that happened really early on where they almost upset, and I think they do uh, if they have Quinn Ewers. Uh, he enters the transfer portal. Have no idea where he or he intends to enter the transfer portal. He hasn't officially entered yet. Have no idea where he goes, um, but I mean, I think he's still got like three years of eligibility left. He's still relatively young, so hey, you want to come over to Sparty? Uh, we could use a starting quarterback. So, Daddy Thorn is now Mommy Thorn. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I saw. I mean, MSU. Dante Moore coming to Michigan State. <laughs> 
Dante Moore. Yeah, I don't know if he. Would, I don't. I don't know if he'd start as a freshman. Honestly, like it's so hard. Like if you watched college uh, football quarterbacks try to start true freshmen out of high school, like when Kate Klubnik got to play, honestly, he just did not look comfortable yet. I think it takes some a year to learn a college offense and play at a college pace before they really could be like except like that's what they did with JJ last year. They got him in an experience. Uh, moments when they needed him to and then they're like okay he's ready to start this year and obviously they're 12 and 0 right now and uh yeah. in a big 10 championship game speaking of which uh where do you think Cade? i talked about Cade on uh monday's show where do you think he's gonna uh, end up or where do you want him to end up i think he's going to my i'm you <laughs> jack shut up bro i don't the MSU i, I don't want I, your old I, team I don't. I don't he's want bombing, him. Bro. Yeah, he's like not like okay. No, no. He's most boring he's, quarterback. No, he, he's no, like he's yeah. a good. He's boring. No, I won't get wrong. He's boring. Yeah, I'm but not he, trying to he, watch he's boring consistent. football. Yeah, we he is consistent consistently mid. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I'm fine with that. That gets you like a winning season. That's all the Spartans need. So that's what we're looking for now, huh? Just yeah, we're just season. looking to go six and six and make My the freaking no. I'm no down. No, looking to make the I heard it. Hawaii on camera. Dude, he'll lead us to nine wins every year. He's Four. only got he one got year of eligibility. He's got yeah, one year what? of eligibility left. He's no, I'm just saying, year. if he was a quarterback every year, we would have a winning season every year. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Cade's, honestly, I my my sleeper pick, this isn't predicted anywhere, but my sleeper pick is Kentucky. Uh, that Will Levis is probably going to go to the draft because everyone thinks he's going to be a top 10 pick, and then he's going to end up being like Malik Willis, and then going in the third round because they realize oh crap he can't play consistently at all so uh i think i think he goes to kentucky um stoops is a really good uh head coach so far at his tenure in kentucky but i don't know i just i don't want him to uh i don't want him to go to like wisconsin or something where i feel like with them with the new head coach that he's just he's gonna not be the guy i think wisconsin should get a young guy in so I don't know, but we'll see. Anything can happen. Uh, no one expected like guys like Dylan Gabriel last year to go uh, commit, come from UCF, commit to UCLA, and then decommit and end up going to uh, Oklahoma. And no one anticipated Spencer Rattler going to South Carolina either. So anything can happen, really, to be honest. So uh, three Bama guys, uh, or four, I guess. It's Treshawn Holden, Christian Leary, uh, Trey Sanders, and Kyrie Jackson. A lot of the uh, Trey Sanders was like the number one ranked running back or a five star in uh, his class in uh, 2019. And then I just see these other Bama guys that are ranked as four stars according to uh, Rivals.com transfer portal. So that's interesting. Uh, I mean, a lot of guys do end up transferring out from Bama, anyways. Oh, here's another guy, uh, Bray- Braylon Ingram, uh, D lineman. So. Uh, I feel like if you're Bama and you just don't get playing time, you can play at anywhere else in the country, pretty much. So I oh think yeah, their whole second string, their second, all their second strings. If they made a team, they'd have a winning record. I'm I'm not even kidding, like saying that. Oh uh, well, I'm not, dude, everyone that goes there's a five star. They're all good. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, uh, their depth crazy. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Oh, is there anyone that they have tra- a winning record? Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he literally started at Bama. They started 2-0 over him, so he just went to go start at Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's known for having, like, crazy quarterbacks come through their program, especially when they were under uh, Lincoln Riley. 
Okay, so uh, assuming that all of our uh, game, our predictions are right for the um, the conference championship games, are we having what? Are, what is your seeding for the college football uh, playoff uh, on Sunday when it happens? If <laughs> all your game predictions go right, you think it's just all gonna stay the same? You think one team might jump another, uh, or you think it's just gonna stay Georgia one, Michigan two, TCU three, and USC four? I think Michigan State's going to slide into that four spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think it's going to stay the same, though. Yeah. Unless the team slips up and Ohio State goes in at four, I, yeah. I, I think it stays the same. What uh, if a double slip up, Bama Bama's in, not getting Bama wins Bama, Bama, I would take a one-loss TCU or two-loss <laughs> USC over a Bama team, to be honest. Bama is not, not a good Bama team this year. Their best win is Texas. And it was just like that, though, in the playoffs. Like, not this year. They, they've they not put, performed the greatest in uh, big, tough games. I mean, if you want to put them against Georgia, I guess, but I, I don't. I just don't think they beat Georgia. Anyways, I don't think anyone that matches up against Georgia, though, other than Michigan, uh, beats them anyways. So, no, Michigan would get killed. You sure? Or I'm positive. I mean, not killed. I think it'll be a good game, but I don't it would it'd be a good game for the third quarter. <laughs> I think Michigan's team's honestly better than last year's team. Just yeah, last year killed, so this year's team would get killed by two touchdowns. But I also think Georgia's team isn't as talented as the team that they had last year. Obviously, losing guys like George Pickens, uh, Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis. Pickens is, uh, Pickens is him. Pickens he's been himself. awesome in the NFL. I've he's been. Lo- I've been love watching uh, them hit on the Steelers this year. So I just can't believe, like, he just blocks, like, just so well. He bullies grown men. I love as a as a rookie. Like me bullying you as, Jack. <laughs> I can say language one. <laughs> uh i don't got much else i don't got much else to say uh uab hired a new head coach and i think his name's trent dilfer he's from uh the elite 11 which is uh the like the top 11 quarterbacks in the nation where they go to like all these camps across the country oh yeah i've seen that and like they yeah so uh he was a high school coach in uh tennessee uh uab plays in a bowl game against miami ohio the one of the two bowl games decided in the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl, which I know so many people are just going to tune into at 11:30 in the morning. I actually so. have my calendar marked. <laughs> yeah, I have my alarm set. <laughs> yeah. It's on a Friday. Actually, I'm pretty sure we have that. school on this day too. So taking off school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Big Ben went to uh, Miami, Ohio. So I'm just gonna oh, yeah. really get a root for him. And then uh, they only do it because so they can get passports for that game, and then the, uh, the Hawaii game uh, they can uh, get travel plan there early as possible which that game's is middle tennessee state and san diego state on uh, christmas eve so yeah just uh hey. that'd be that'd be cool having christmas in hawaii your family's probably out there for your bowl game unless you intend to transfer just not play which i don't know who on middle tennessee state or san diego state's going to the draft anyway so they're probably <laughs> all gonna play i mean uh, some will transfer out and then be butthurt about it because that's just how college football is nowadays but what do we think about Jaden Reed draft like draft pick? How, how do you think uh, he's I think he's I think he's like third round, honestly. Second third, yeah. yeah. 
I don't. I I don't he's not a top receiver in the class, and that's only because no, he just he's, he's going to start as punt returner, though. I think. Yeah, he he will definitely be a special teams guy for sure. I don't know if he's going to be a wide receiver. You, uh, I don't know if you saw also, but uh, Daniel Barker, the Illinois transfer uh, from last year, he transferred in this year. He's also declared for the draft as a tight end. So losing two uh, receiving weapons, uh, hopefully the quarterback either transfers or they just start Caden Hauser or if someone transfers in. I don't know that every MSU Twitter account is just crazy about Caden Hauser starting, but he literally looks like he should be playing soccer. So yeah, that's the Bosco kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that guy's nasty. He is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I guess while we're here, uh, who do you think's winning Heisman? Mm. I would have said CJ before that game. I be honest with you. I think the college football playoffs is going to determine it. Yeah, whoever plays the best. Well, they, I'm pretty sure they determined the award. I believe before uh, the playoff. I'm pretty. Oh really? Ah, I I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember from last year. I guess I want to just look it up real quick. Uh, Is the Heisman given out? Uh, the highest. Okay, that doesn't help me. Okay, I'll give you one second. I don't know. Uh, I believe it's. I I wish it could go to Drake May, but I just don't think they've been. Uh, it's lost versus NC State. I was watching that. that was yeah, that game. game. That game was not good for uh, if you're a North Carolina fan. But uh, NC State, they won with their freaking four string quarterback. So. Is the Heisman announced? Yeah, when is the Heisman ceremony? Twenty twenty two. Okay, so yeah, it's uh December tenth, so it's gonna be. I got uh, the coming. So they're gonna do it uh next Saturday. Uh, after this Saturday's games, they're gonna do the awards next Saturday, which they'll do like the Maxwell, the All uh, Walter Camp, uh, Ben Clough, all these other awards. Remington uh, for interior defensive linemen, Buckus for linebackers, all the awards that uh don't really matter in hindsight because a lot of these kids that win it are either like seniors or just not the best like i I feel like the heisman's the most significant award obviously it's the one that's talked about the most (laughs) i don't know i think it's going to caleb williams personally i do too yeah I wish it could go to a guy like Michael Penix or Drake May, but it's going to Caleb Williams. He, that USC team was nothing last year. They get Lincoln Riley. Caleb Williams kind of starts in his first year. Uh, he's, it's just a good headline, too. Like I think it, yeah. it could have gone to Quinn Ewers, maybe, if he plays if the Quorum, whole. If Quorum played in this Ohio State game. He would He I, would be up he there. Would, he I, I, he is, is he playing against uh, Purdue? Does like anyone know? I doubt it. Oh. He probably maybe will like start, but if it's oh, even like, I don't know, low key Donovan Edwards. Just Ed- yeah, Edwards is low key better. Oh, Don's sweet. You just, I play, love Don. you just play Edwards. There's no point using Quorum in that game. Yeah, honestly, probably no point in playing Quorum the rest of the season. Just start Donovan Edwards the rest of the way. Yeah, Donovan he's played against a good team. All right, fellas. Well, uh, thank you for uh, hopping on again. Uh, love having you guys on. Definitely more entertaining, more arguments and everything between each other. And a lot more random stuff being brought up too. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining. No problem. Of course.